0: Welcome to Soulful Sunday. I'm your host, Mary Goulet. Welcome to the program. Hello, Steve.
1: Hello, Mary Goulet. So,
0: Richard just ran out the door he to did. pick We're up his soulful. daughter. He did, I gotta get out of here. You got know, right? <laughs> And wait, are you involved in my Soulful Sunday? or Are you working on something? No,
1: Wade is, of course, involved. He's always look at him. He's he's he was actually you just took him out of meditation. He was going. He was deep in meditation.
0: <laughs> I'm always on standby in the background. <laughs> so earlier, I recorded my show, the Mary Goulet show, and in that show, I was just basically the Catholic stuff, prayers and stuff because. Mm-hmm. Recent, I one of the things that I do is I teach people uh, the rosary and yeah. and prayer in general. And it's not I just happen to say it, you know. Oh, I would pray the rosary. That's how I get out of stress and mm-hmm. figure things out. Mm-hmm. And I, if I bump into cradle Catholics who stepped away from the church,
1: those are babies that still have the cradle cap stuff. Is that what no, you're talking about? no, no, it's
0: it's people who were Catholic from birth. You know, like they ah. were baptized in the first. X number of months, et cetera.
1: Got it. So people who are not me.
0: Correct. Correct.
1: <laughs> yes. Sorry. Yes. Anyway,
0: so um, I'm I'm not going to say his name because you know him and I don't want to call him up. But anyway. Dave. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I He's a Catholic. Mm-hmm. But he stepped away. And so I taught him the rosary. You know, I gave him a novena book and told him this is, you know, how cool it is. And so... I thought today in my show, the first segment, I defined what the rosary mysteries are Mm. because there are four mysteries that depict throughout the – from the gospel, basically from Mary being told by Archangel Gabriel she's going to have a child named Jesus all the way through to her assumption into heaven, Jesus' crucifixion, blah, blah, blah. So I kind of spell it out. You could learn something from that. I won't listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you at dinner, okay, (laughs) when you're a captive audience. Yes, for sure. Um,
1: After I take a spoonful of the hot stuff from that Thai jar. And and throw it
0: at Oh, yeah, right. Um, (laughs) And then I went into some other aspects, but it was funny. And, Wade, you may have been joking, but you listened to that whole hour off and on when you were in there. And you made something. You're going, that was very good. I don't believe any of it, but that was very good. Well, well let me
2: mention, that was just me being sarcastic. Totally. Of, you know, I know walking you. into any show host and go, wow, brilliant, in- brilliant show. You're wrong about everything, but man, <laughs> brilliant show.
1: And tomorrow's the first. Where's my yeah. check?
2: But, but, but what I did admire, again, is as you're going through these, the obvious centuries of thought mm-hmm. that went into this relationship, you know, and as they're trying to express the relationship with God, Jesus, and everything.
0: You know, these people have spent some time thinking this through. Well, I don't know if it was them thinking it through as much as most often in the saint stories, they were uh, actually Jesus and or Mary would go to that person.
2: Yeah, but it's definitely not superficial.
0: No, it's very, a very deep, rich faith. And it's amazing. I mean, it's bottomless. It's crazy. So with all that said, Where do you find your comfort or faith when something causes you either anxiety, fear? um, It could be about kids, Mm -hmm. money, um, just even your own purpose in life, like who you are and what you're here to do. What is your what on a soulful level? Yeah. Where do you guys go to get that? Like. Maybe Richard meditates. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. thinking.
1: I I don't know if Richie meditates. It's a really good question.
0: I think he might. I'm not, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I, I mean look for, for me, my answer is probably not a typical answer from the standpoint of I simply push through it. Like literally Steal
0: thyself. So you take it all on for yourself. I do. Okay, so that's a lot oh, of steal, work.
1: Like make yourself strong. Yes. Yes. That. Steal thyself. Yes, it means it. I I you put like your feet stealing.
0: firmly yep. on the ground. your you know, fists Hands on your hip, hips, and... and you're just going to bore through that wall until you get to the that's other me. side. That's me. That causes PTSD. Um, really causes a lot of trauma on your nervous system. Really. Oh yeah.
1: Like how would that show up? What does that? What do you mean? Like, um, I mean I could see like. Stress that would cause stress. It does see that totally, and
0: stress is PTSD on an amped up level. Now, if you're only doing it acutely, Mm -hmm. like oh, I got to steal myself and get through this two day project that's really stressful and time late and blah blah blah, that's not a big deal. But when you're boring through a financial upset for eighteen months and Mm -hmm. you're trying to steal thyself and Make workarounds.
2: Yeah,
1: that's
0: a chronic form of it. Got it. So any repercussions of that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, for me, it's it's definitely a. I mean, and, and there, so there's two there's two things, and actually, you'll probably appreciate this um, because it plays into the whole goal with your gut mm-hmm. work that you teach. Um, so. So, so there's two things, right? So, one, when I have, um, I have a a strange ability to uh, to have premonitions. Nice, like I S- can so see things coming or have that gut feeling or whatever. Not psychic, psycho for sure. No, but, not but psychic. that's that's
0: a real thing that your soul is giving you an idea.
1: Yeah, and so sometimes I actually have to stop and say, um, no, that's not a premonition, that's just a fear, right? Mm. So sometimes that, that crosses over then into exactly what you're talking about around, like if I have a challenge around money, like I know I've got X number of bills coming up and I don't have enough money to cover it, then I start going into that place of, what do I do? Is everything going to fall apart? And and then I've got to get into that separating reality from fiction. And so sometimes I will literally say, no, that's just a fear. It's not, you know, premonition. And other times I'll just simply put the hands on, on the hips and kind of power through it. But I have to delineate whether or not there is actually something to power through, if that makes sense.
0: So, are the premonitions primarily negative?
1: Uh, almost like, always. Oh, really? Uh huh. Almost always.
0: So, I wonder how you could open your mind to getting premonitions a in a positive, positive way. Things.
1: That would be great. Do you have a pill for that?
0: Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, no. I think it's just. I think it's just for. your default. It is. I think your default is in that space, and that's for sure. And <laughs> ego is fear based. What were you gonna add there, Wade?
2: <clears throat> Sorry, I was going and I didn't mean to clear my throat at that. But if I can throw this into the conversation at this point. Um, one of the things that I advise people as I'm advising them on, say, a little more of life and business, is the recognition of our thoughts. So one way of summing it up is your experience with the world is whatever you project out into it, right? But it's within limits. So let's say that you're going out for your pizza. At your favorite pizza place. You could spend the hour prior going, you know what? What if they drop the pizza? What if they burn it? What if there's a noisy crowd at my favorite table? What if they're playing music that I hate? I could spend the hour thinking of every negative thing that happens. And let me just mention, in our society, we encourage that by saying, oh, they're just being pragmatic. Mm, Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But let me... Or I could spend that hour going, man, I'm so looking forward to this pizza. I'm sure they're going to cook it perfectly. I bet I get my favorite table, and they might even be playing my favorite song that's on that jukebox when I walk in. Mm. So let me ask this question, though. I could spend the hour thinking every positive thing, or I could spend the hour thinking every negative thing. How much influence is that going to have on whether they actually do drop my pizza or whether or not that table is actually occupied, it has no effect at all. So once we release the desire for controlling the outcome, all I can control is I'm going to my favorite pizza place, right? Beyond that, it's all out of my control. And now I can choose to occupy my brain if I choose, thinking positive things that are going to be happening, because if I'm going to spend that hour thinking about it, why not spend the hour in a happy place? Boy, howdy, I'm going to so, or I can spend the hour in the negative place. And again, in society, we go, well, you're just being pragmatic, you know, prepare for the worst, hope for the best, but it's all our choice. So my whole deal, I'm more stoic, right? I'm more Tao, Tao, Taoism, Buddhism. I simply go into the situation and go, did I do everything I could? Do I got my crap covered? Okay, so. And beyond that, I give it up. To what? To, in my world, the universe. Okay, that's
0: fair. But who in the universe is To, to helping me, they don't you? care.
2: To, to me, the universe, it's like in that movie, Oh, God, mm-hmm. right, with John Denver. God said, I made the world to work. You guys just have to decide if you're going to screw it up, right? But if you simply go into it and go, the world doesn't care whether you breathe or not, but it's creating oxygen that you can have if you want to breathe. The world doesn't care did you drink from that puddle when you needed water, but the world created rain or, you know, the universe or whatever. Everything we need is there if we choose to take it. It's how much are we interfering by, according to, say, the Eastern philosophies, imposing desire, imposing outcome. I'm not going to enjoy my pizza tonight unless these six things happen. And if those six things don't happen... Man, there's where you go astray.
0: Yeah, go, go out, have a pizza. So, we're running out of time in this segment, hungry. right? <laughs> um, I was also talking it from the reverse angle of where do you go when things stress you out, cause you anxiety, fear? Where does somebody go? Mm. What do you rely on? And if you rely on your own grit to get through, that's a lot of work for you. True, and there is more help. Than that. All right, thanks for listening to Soulful Sunday. Thanks, guys, for being here.
3: You just got dismantled. Thanks for listening to Reinvention Radio. For more information about the show and your host, Steve Olsher, visit ReinventionRadio.com. You were born to do one amazing thing but most people spend a lifetime trying to identify what it is. If you're in a job you don't like or are unemployed, if you're in a state of transition or just can't shake that nagging feeling that you were meant and made to do something extraordinary, then the Reinvention Workshop is exactly what you need. Led by award-winning self-help author Steve Olsher, the Reinvention Workshop will forever change your life. The Reinvention Workshop takes you step-by-step through Steve's proven formula that has helped so many people get on the right path and clear about what they were born to do. Take the first step to realizing the life you deserve and desire by visiting the reinventionworkshop.com today. No more delays, no more denial. Reconnect with your true self, learn to live with purpose and conviction and become who you were born to be. The world is waiting for you. What are you waiting for? Log on to the reinventionworkshop.com today. That's the reinventionworkshop.com.